Welcome back to the Jake and Bauer Show. We are honored to have our next guest joining us. You know her from her time on either Friday Night Lights as Katie McCoy, or maybe you know her from, as Jesse Deegan, the feature film Cliffhanger. She was a pilot there. Or, or I believe also a pilot in Northern Exposure as Maggie O'Connell. Flash, would you do me a favor? Sure. Could you still be mad at me? <laughs> you want me to still be mad at you? Yeah, yeah, you can just act if you want to. What? Why? Well, because it makes things easier for me. Well, what, if, what do you mean, things? You know, you know, you, me, it, this. It's just, a, it's a party tonight, you know, and I wanted to have fun, so if you could just pretend, if you can't get the real thing, you can, you can just pretend. Please welcome actress and now author Janine Turner. Hi, Janine, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Oh, better now. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you're having a good morning. It's a pretty day here. I would love to go back to my high school self and go, guess who I'm talking to today? <laughs> <laughs> but Janine, how, how often do you hear that? You must hear that a lot, right? Oh, you know, I hear it sometimes. It's always nice to hear. Always, always. Because you, know, you film in a dark stage, so. That's a good point, right? It's nice. It's, yeah, exactly. What have you been doing lately? Uh, what do you mean? Like, you know, what, what did you do? Do you go to the mall? I mean, what, what like, do you, you mean do? this week? You're asking what she did this week? Right. You know, what, because we, we, we're going to talk about the book, and but I want to know a little bit more yeah. about Janine, the person. Uh, uh, Janine, the person? Well, I'm looking out at Lincoln Center. Okay. I'm, in, I'm a Texan, but I have a ranch with my nice. beloved Longhorns, and I'm, I'm really kind of homesick right now, but uh, my daughter's in college in Boston, and so I'm kind of close to her, which is nice, and I'm looking out at Lincoln Center. I love the art, and um, I've written a Broadway musical uh, about a wonderful woman, and it's on my bucket list to to be on stage and sing and dance at the age of 60. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Broadway, yeah. Her Broadway debut. By the time we get it to Broadway, I might be 62. Um, and I'm surrounded by my pets in my apartment and uh, trying to make the most of my my uh, years when you, these kind of gap years, I call them, when suddenly my daughter's grown and individualizing and I'm, I'm alone. So I'm isn't trying to make good. the best of Isn't life. it? I, yeah, I, I, I did not hear husband in there. Did you, Bauer? No, I didn't. No husband. No, yeah. I know I'm a single. I was a single mom. Somehow I'm like, dear God, really? Am I going to be, am I never going to get married? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know, I'd kind of like to be married before I move on to the next dimension, but I don't know. We'll see. Hold on. That's, <laughs> now, Jake, Jake, Maybe just take it easy. Jake, take it easy. She's not hey, trying hey, to say. Look, it, it, it just means there's a door, okay? Uh, so, Janine, <laughs> isn't it interesting, too, that when, when we were all younger, like when we were in our, our teens and 20s, we thought of the age of 60 as like, well, that's just when you retire. That's right. just when you stop doing right. anything, like anything actively. Like, I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch television. Television. That's what's going to happen at the age of 60. And here you are like, no, I still have stuff on my bucket list that I plan on accomplishing in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah no, I, it, it's funny because I'm 60 and, and sometimes I'll say to myself, 50 is a weird thing, right? And I say to myself, 
uh, I should be feeling this way. I'm 50. (laughs) But inside, I don't feel 60. Inside, I feel 30. You know, I I just feel like I'm, I don't feel any different at 60 than I did at 30, except, I don't know, maybe I get tired. I don't even know if I get tired. I just don't really feel any different. I I just look a little different. You know, I'm starting to get those lines and I'm thinking, okay, I just can't bring myself to inject myself with poison. I I don't know. Look, there's something sexy about earning those lines. I think, I think that there's something sexy. I don't want to see like some flat, just not like a three dimensional face on somebody because they're injecting stuff into their face. Right. Well, there you go. That's my face because I, I'm three dimensional. I have not injected anything in my face, but I'm having to look at these lines going down my marionette lines. I think they're called. I'm like, Oh, well, Hey. You know, it's an inside job. That's what I always said. It's the spirit that shines through. Yes. Look, I'm just going to throw this out there. Yes. You were born in Lincoln, Nebraska. I was born in Fargo, North Dakota. It's not that far away. Um, we're, we're not. We're pretty close. <laughs> you guys in have age. so much just, in common. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Here's the other thing too, which is which I think is really cool. Is like when we were younger, and we we're watching like Northern Exposure, and and you're like, oh my gosh, this this woman is so beautiful. And you, you seem like, you know, an adult at the time, but you were only a couple years older than me. And so I'm like, wow, yeah, now that I'm reality. at this age, yeah. it's like, it, it, it's like a whole different world. And now you've got a book out. And so you've done this whole career thing. You've been, you know, all these great movies and TV shows and stuff. And now it comes to a book and I, I got to run out and get the book. What is, tell us what the pivot principle is about. Okay, well, the pivot principle, the byline is finding joy in despair. And I find that in our our country today, we're really hemorrhaging hope. Yes. There's a lot yeah. of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of panic attacks, and a lot of depression. And we, we don't really know. I think it confuses people. It confused me, and but I really realized that curiosity is, is the cousin of humility. And really, I think humility is when true genius is, genera- is generated. And what I mean by that is true genius is like our purpose, our destiny. But, mm-hmm. but we, have, we forgot, we, we think we need to go pose on this social media that right. humility actually can be kind of cool. And and I went through, I had old trauma, linear trauma in my life, uh, triggered by new trauma. I was left alone um, on my ranch as a single mom. And I was dealing with my own subconsciousness, <laughs> you know, the, the echo chamber of my subconscious. Yes. And, and I... I decided to, I, what I, in order to survive, because I was going through some panic and anxiety, um, I really, I, I put my pen to a paper and just wrote. I didn't even care if it was any good or not. And I wrote this poetry, which was really written sort of live, live streams, that, you know, consciousness coping mm-hmm. type of thing. And then I, through this process of about three years where I was really pretty traumatized, I didn't know if I'd ever feel joy again. Um, I, I did a lot of seeking and I learned a lot, uh, whether it was through therapy or whatever, it made God teaching me just the whole art of survival. Right. right. And, uh, I decided to put it in a book. So it's, it's a unique book. I, I have despairing poetry, which poetry can be cathartic to the reader. Even if you don't mm-hmm. really understand it, it's sort of like, Oh, I relate. And it's very raw. I mean, my book is really raw because I wrote these poems in the middle of my panic. And then I wanted to understand scientifically what was happening in my brain about the amygdala, which is the reptilian part of the wow. brain that lights up. And and when that lights up and you're in panic and anxiety, reason shuts down and goes dark. They've actually proven it in MRIs. So I talk about all of this in the book about pivot principles, how to get out of despair um, in, in the different genres. So it's, it's kind of wrapped in, in regular writing, you know, kind of like prose, yeah. reasonable logic writing, and it's wrapped around this poetry. So it, it's really, I'm just trying to be a, to be of service and I love have, it. you know, to it. share where I, I just, if I can get, just get to tomorrow 
and tomorrow will be a better day well, when you're on oh, the yeah. floor and you're hysterical. Well, you know? no, I agree. From the depths of destruction, do we find a real strength and purpose in this world? True. It's through the darkest times that we learn the most. And but that's mm-hmm. that's not the that's not the image people are projecting no. out there on social media and in the world. And really humility can be a beautiful but thing. I think that's too, when we listen. I think Janine, didn't for you, wasn't it like when you're in that, when you're in the thralls of the anxiety, when you're in the thralls of the panic attacks or everything that's happening? And my daughter, who's 16, is going through this. So I love that you've got a book on this because it shows even a younger generation through COVID and whatever they were experiencing by not being at school or locked at home or any of those kinds of things where maybe they kind of got force fed this panic and then looking at social media and going, wait a minute, my friends aren't doing this. This is kind of that, that, that open door right here where you're saying, look, I've gone through this. I'm going through this. And here, even just writing this down is sort of the, the cathartic angle to take to have a better understanding of what you're going through while you're in the midst of those attacks. Yes. And it's helpful for the people that love that person. Right? Absolutely. Say, okay. I've got to help. This amygdala is lit up and she can't reason or he can't reason right now. Let me, let me, that we need to, let's write, let's play a game. Yeah. You got to turn on that logical side yes. of the brain. Let's, Pain. Let, let's just work on a crossword puzzle. Let's breathe deeply. Let's go take a walk. I mean, you just have to turn the other part of the brain back on so that you can, you can get out of it. And I just find if, if you can understand what's happening, and one of my pivots is pivot to history, like learn the past is prologue, Shakespeare said. So finding out kind of what our history wow. is. And even just a history is a hobby, but you can also as history find out a lot about familial patterns mm-hmm. and things. And it, all this is educational to help you understand what's going on, the logic. And then, then when it happens, you don't feel so scared. Exactly. Wow. Jake, uh, just you, after listening to Janine, she's way too smart and good looking for you. I got to be that's honest. That's what you're thinking. I know. And you used your daughter. That was a look. He's married. He has nothing to do with this. No, but my daughter is going through anxiety. So I definitely do appreciate this. And and, and I, I know that she would too. Going through anxiety. Janine, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's scary. It it's is. scary. Yeah. Deep breathing. And that's why I wrote this book. Yeah. The Pivot wow. Principle, you can find it at JanineTurner.net, JanineTurner.net. Go. Call me. No, JanineTurner.com. Okay, it says net on here, but I will make it JanineTurner.com. There you are. Amazon. There you are, Amazon. Janine, best of luck call with the book. Me. Can't wait to hear about the Broadway play, and don't listen to Jake. You don't need to call him. <laughs> Thanks, Janine. Thank y'all. You, you should call me. <laughs> Please? <laughs> She is so gorgeous and also super smart. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. We should never have talked to her because now, <laughs> now I'm even more in love. Now you're even more in love, but now you also know it's that much further out of reach. Yeah, I know. This, she seriously was my uh, she was my high school crush. The, like the biggest crush for you? Oh, gosh. When, yeah, yeah, from Northern Exposure. She was so cool. And then she played the pilot in the cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, yeah. Uh, yep. Yes, Sylvester Stallone. You know, I always loved that she played kind of a badass. Like she, yeah. like she could, you know, you knew she could handle anything on her own. That was the and great thing about gorgeous. the character she played. And I had no idea she mm. was as smart as well. And she made, I, I felt, I, I always was, tra- you know, because I grew up with the Farrah Fawcett days and, and the girls with the long hair and everything. She made girls with short hair look incredibly sexy. Well, and she had those full pouty lips too. Of course she did. And those eyes, look at those eyes. All right, take it easy, take it easy. Look at their blue, I mean, so blue, dark blue. Our thanks to Janine Turner. Once again, JanineTurner.com is her website that you should be visiting. That's it for today's show. Oh my gosh, that's, uh, I'm spent. Um, Done, over. We'll do it again tomorrow for a Friday. See ya.